Hello, word nerds. Welcome to the dictionary. Now I kind of also like the phrase word turds. I don't know, just because it's funny. Why not? Let's just laugh. Um, let, should we sing a little song? It's the dictionary. It's the dictionary. If you want to write me a little jingle, five or ten seconds, you can email that to me at dictionarypod at gmail.com. The first word in this episode is chunk, C-H-U-N-K, first form, noun from 1691, one, a short, thick piece or lump. What, it's an exa- what is an example of this lump? As of wood or coal, it's a chunk. Number two, a large, noteworthy quantity or part, as in, bet a sizable chunk of money on the race. Three, a strong, thick. Thick-set horse, usually smaller than a draft horse. Oh, that horse is such a chunk. Uh, Perhaps alternative of chunk. Oh, no, chuck, which is a short piece of wood. Second form of chunk is a verb from 1890, starting with intransitive, to make a dull, plunging, or explosive sound, as in the rhythmic chunking of thrown quoits. That's a quote from John Updike. The rhythmic chunking of thrown quoits. Quoits is a word I have not seen before. It is Q-U-O-I-T-S. John Updike probably read the dictionary to learn all of these words. Transitive says to miss hit by striking the ground behind the ball. And that is uh, the example of that is a golf ball or a shot. Uh, yes, if you don't hit the golf ball, but you hit the ground, you chunked it. Because probably because you're, you're hitting a chunk of the ground out of the ground. There's a chunk of dirt and grass. All right, next we have chunky adjective from 1733. Most things you want to not be chunky. 1A, heavy, solid, and thick or bulky, as in a chunky sweater. Also as in chunky bracelets i take off all my chunky bracelets before i record so i don't make sound no but i have had to tell people to take off their bracelets uh where were we chunky uh oh and then especially the synonym stocky as in an athlete with a chunky build one b synonyms are plump and chubby two filled with chunks as in chunky peanut butter What are you? Are you a chunky peanut butter person or are you a creamy peanut butter person? Uh, This, you know, this this will divide families over which kind of peanut butter needs to be bought. Uh, Personally, shall I tell you my opinion? I will tell you my opinion. I buy the creamy stuff, but honestly, you put either one of them in front of me and I'm going to eat it. I really don't care. Um, But yes, I do prefer the creamy. I don't know why. It just maybe it just seems a little odd to still have chunks of peanuts in the peanut butter. I don't know, uh, but yeah, really peanut butter, psh, fine, it's totally good. You just give it to me, chunky or no chunky. Uh, chunkily is an adverb. Uh, next we have oh, would this be a good what's uh chuck chuck chuck? chuck no, nah, we'll skip that. All right, uh, next is the word chunter, C H U N T E R, chunter. This is an intransitive verb from 1599. It is British, and it means to talk in a low, inarticulate way, 
And then the synonym is mutter. I would also say another synonym would be probably mumble. Uh, I'm talking a lot of the way. I'm just doing a little chunter here. Can't really understand what I'm saying. It's a muttering and mumbling chunter. Next we have, you can pronounce this so many ways. You can also spell it so many ways. Uh, let's see. You could say Koopa. You could say Hoopa. You could probably say, some people probably say Chupa. I don't know. Chupa, Hoopa. I'll say, I think, I think Hoopa is good. Is there a line under the K? I think there is. Hmm. Maybe I should go look in the pronunciation to see what that says. Meh. That's fine. Um, you can spell it C-H-U-P-P-A-H. In that case, you can take off the H at the end, or you can take off the C at the beginning and spell it H-U-P-P-A-H. So many ways. Chupa, noun from 1876. It is a canopy under which the bride and groom stand during a Jewish wedding ceremony. A Jewish wedding ceremony. Um, this is from Yiddish and Hebrew. Uh, the Yiddish word is spelled K-H-U-P-E. The Hebrew word is H-U-P-P-A-H. There is a line over the A. Um, and I assume, obviously, they pronounce it one of those many ways. Uh, I have seen at least a couple of these in person. Been to a couple Jewish weddings. Yeah. Um, all right. Next, we... Oh, and then, by the way, uh, in addition to this canopy, it's got four poles, and then there's the canopy that's across. People often uh, make their own, uh, which I think is cool, but also during the ceremony, or at least a portion of the ceremony, they, they're supposed to be one person standing at each of the poles, and they're, you know, they, those are important people to the bride and the groom, to the people who are getting married. Uh, you know, it's probably, it could be friends, parents, siblings, whoever is important. You know, those are, the, the, it's kind of like the four most important people. And they are, uh, you know, they're there. It's symbolizing like their community, their family, their house, their all those things. Uh, so that is a chupa. Next is church. Huh, interesting. We went from a Jewish thing to a not as Jewish thing, I guess. Uh, it, this is the first form of church noun from before the 12th century. One, a building for public and especially Christian worship. Two, the clergy or officialdom of a religious body. Two, no, three is often capitalized, a body or organization of religious believers as 3A, the whole body of Christians. Whole would be W-H-O-L, all of the bodies of Christians. 3B, the synonym is denomination, as in the Presbyterian Church. 3C, the synonym is congregation. 4, a public divine worship, as in goes to church every Sunday. 5, the clerical profession, as in considered the church as a possible career. What is the etymology of this? It is from Middle English, church, spelled C-H-I-R-C-H-E. From the Old English, probably pronounced church, spelled C-I-R-I-C-E. Ultimately, from the Lower Greek, uh, kirikion, something like that. From the, uh, that's the neutral Greek kirikos, which means of the Lord, from Kyrios, which means lord or master, akin to the Sanskrit word sura, 
which means hero or warrior. That is that. Second form of church is an adjective from before the 12th century, one of or relating to a church, as in church government. Church government? Aren't they supposed to be separate? Number two is chiefly British, of or relating to the established church. And the third form of church is a transitive verb from the 14th century, to bring to church, to receive one of its rites. Uh, By the way, we're going to have a lot of church words. They're going to go into the next episode. Next is churched. Oh, I have been churched. Uh, Has an ED at the end. Adjective from the 14th century affiliated with a church. Next is church father. Two words, noun from 1842. And it is the number four definition for the word father. It's the church father. Next is church goer. One word, noun from 1687, one who habitually attends church. And church going is an adjective or a noun. Church going next is, this is a fun word, churchianity. Yeah, this is a word, churchianity. Noun from 1837, a usually excessive or narrowly sectarian attachment to the practices and interests of a particular church. And then, uh, yeah, this is church plus eanity, as in Christianity. Interesting word. Next is churching. Noun from the 15th century. Let's go churching, let's go churching. If if we're a churchgoer, we're churching. The administration or reception of a rite of the church. Specifically, a ceremony in some churches by which women after childbirth are received in the church with prayers, blessings, and thanksgiving. Thank you, women who make people. Next is church key, two words, noun from circa 1953, an implement with a triangular pointed head at one end for piercing the tops of cans and often with a rounded head at the other end for opening bottles. Why is it called a church key? Now, I believe that beers, back in the day, they didn't have the pop top. Uh, You would use this triangular pointed thing that you'd poke a hole in it. So you could drink your beer or your pop or whatever it was. Um, It's just a can, of any kind of can. But I don't understand why it's called a church key. I think that's interesting. Okay, next we have churchless. Adjective from 1641. Not affiliated with a church. You want to be affiliated, but you have no church, so you are churchless. Next is churchly. This word church sounds so weird. uh, It's an adjective from before the 12th century. One of or relating to a church. As in churchly authority. Two, suitable to or suggestive of a church. As in a churchly setting. A churchly setting. Three, adhering to a church, as in a churchly community. And then number four, it's the number one definition for the word churchy. Uh, When are we going to get to churchy? That's in the next episode. Uh, Churchliness is a noun. And no etymology. Next is churchman. Are we going to see churchwoman? 
church. Yes, we are. Good. Churchman. Noun from the 14th century. Number one, synonym is clergyman or clergyman. Two, a member of a church. And the last word in this episode is churchmanship. Churchmanship. All one word. You got a church, you got a man, and you got a ship. It's a man in a church in a ship. Noun from circa 1680, the attitude, belief, or practice of a churchman. So the words today were chunk, chunky, chunter, uh, that is muttering, chupa, church, churched, church father, church goer, churchianity, churching, church key, churchless, churchly, churchman, and churchmanship, or churchman. Um, I just think it's funny. It's funny to add things to the end of a word that doesn't seem like they go together, like like uh, churching and churched. I just think those words are kind of funny. Um, but let's see. I think I will pick chunter as the word of the episode. I just I think it's an interesting word. It's basically muttering or mumbling to talk in a low articulate way. My song's gonna be my chantering, gonna sing, and chantering, and I get very quiet when I sing about chantering. Uh, all right, let us talk about the holidays today. On July 5th, in Venezuela, it is sign of Declaration of Independence Day. In the Czech Republic, it is Saints Cyril and Methodius. Methodius? Um, in, uh, let's see, International Longshore and Warehouse Union, it's Bloody Thursday. I don't know what that is. I could click on the link. You can go look it up, too. In Armenia, it is Constitution Day. In Algeria, wow, a lot of Independence Day. Uh, Algeria, Cape Verde, Cape Verde, and Venezuela all have Independence Day. And uh, in the Isle of Man, it is Tinwald Day. With it spelled T-Y-N. And then are there any fun holidays for today? Yes, of course there are. It is National Workaholics Day because everybody had the day off here in the States and now everybody's got to go work. They're like, oh, I didn't get to work yesterday. I'm such a workaholic. I had the day off. I couldn't work. But now I'm going to do extra work. Uh, It is also National Bikini Day. So you are required to go to work and wear a bikini no matter what your... No matter what what you are, you have to wear a bikini at work today. Uh, yep, the, those are all the words. Thank you very much for listening. And until next time, this is Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye.